0: Hey everybody, I'm here today with Jonathan Smith. Um, It's another episode of Confessions of a Keyboardist and today we are using the iPhone for the recording. (laughs) Um, A little bit unusual. I um, screwed up and left my charger at home for my (laughs) laptop. So um, hopefully, you know, the sound's gonna be okay. And Jonathan's here with me. Hey, Jonathan. Hey,
1: hey, hey, what's going on? I
0: bet I've asked you maybe four or five months ago to do this and and you kind of got busy.
1: Yeah, very busy. Became <laughs> which, extremely busy.
0: Which is awesome. <laughs>
1: that's really good being out here in Nashville. That is that is the dream. Yeah, that's the dream to be busy. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you,
0: thank you. Thank I, You me. know, I kind of expect to sort of touch on, you know, several things today, but definitely want to hear about, you know, your experience over the last seven months, I think you were yeah. saying.
1: Yeah, seven months. Um, I am uh, currently the keyboard player for Hunter Ace, and... Um, we met in January and um we were having a basically how we met first of all I didn't even know who Hunter Hayes was I had no clue I had just moved here maybe um a year yeah I think at that time it was like a year ago and I moved here from um, West Virginia Charleston, West Virginia so I was like okay I was um Already playing downtown Broadway. And then, you know, of course I was, I did a church thing, so I was at a good church. So I was already kind of pretty busy for the for the local scene. And then uh, my I one of my buddies, Hubert Payne, he plays for Little Big Town. Um, we're in a group together called The Network and it's his band. And so, you know, we had did one show, but um, the way that we met Hunter was he came to our rehearsal because he hit Hubert up and he was like, hey, I need a band, I need a keyboard player, bass player, guitar player, like, I need a band. And Hubert said, don't call nobody, don't do nothing, don't do nothing, I got it. And Hunter came over to the rehearsal space and heard us do our own music. That was the first audition, us having rehearsal for our band. And from there he was floored and we got a call like 20, 30 minutes later and it happened on a Wednesday and we went ahead and put our money together and rented a rehearsal space at SIR just to be able to rehearse for the audition on Sunday. I did church Sunday, right after church, went and did the audition. And we knew by Monday, Hunter was calling us, telling us, hey, would you like to go on the road with us? And he's such a great, humble guy, like he's the real deal. So that's how that all started. And um, since then we have traveled the world in the last seven months, just many places.
0: That's amazing. Thank you. You had your band already together, so you guys yeah. knew each other. You were and you were yeah. doing originals.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were. We we did uh, originals, and then we did uh really cool spins on um, covers, basically, just songs. Uh, like we did a uh, Tears for Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Yeah. And uh, did a uh, Come Together. You know, Beatles. So so to kind of put our twist on it. And of course, we had our own uh, tunes. That that group is just like. If I was to play in a group, it's like, whoa, this is like a super group. You know what I'm saying? Like, all those guys are like superheroes and happen to be my, my bros. And we all play together. Most of us play together with Hunter. And uh, when we don't, we meet up in downtown and get it an in. <laughs> you know, go for
0: it. I would categorize, I mean, I've never heard your band, but I'm going to guess something like... Um... Kind of like Dirty
1: Loops, or yeah, similar to that. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> like yeah. a
0: cross between jazz,
1: definitely R and B,
0: definitely some soul,
1: uh, uh, rock um, for sure. Okay, too just because of the aggression that we sometimes have. Um, it's I would love to compare it to some other band, but I just can't. Well,
0: that's good, which is Probably. a really
1: good thing. Um, when you can, when somebody's like, you know, so what do you play like? And, you know, you can sit here, yeah, Corey Henry, kind of like Corey Henry, Robert Glasper, I don't know, maybe. It's like, and then you have that one moment where it's just like, uh, I don't know. You just have to hear them or you have to just check it out. Right. I prefer those answers, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, that shows more authenticity to um, who you are. You know, that's, we need more of people being who they are. That's why you got artists like Lizzo just popping up and just. Mm -hmm. blowing up because she's literally being who she is Yes, you know without all the other stuff and um, it's a different vibe different time right now in music you know and just in in the industry it's just things are changing so often and so when you have opportunities like going on a road with a person like Hunter you know we, we thank God for who he was prior to us getting there but now it's all about what's happening now And so in my position, being in the band and everything like that, being a band member and stuff like that, it's like not only we're going to preserve what he's famous for, but we're also going to open up another door for a different wave of um, excitement and uh, music to happen. You know what I'm saying? Not just like, oh, it's just country. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. More so like this is world music. Mm -hmm. Something for people all over the world.
0: So he's crossing over a bit.
1: Big time and it's um it's dope it's really dope um it's a new record yes he does uh, wild blue part one and uh we were blessed and honored to be on one of the tracks of loving you and um i sang and played organ on that and um, that album is just a masterpiece and i think the, the cool part about it is seeing how happy he is with it like he is so proud of this project like this is me, y'all. This is who I am, and it's like when you listen to it, I'm just like, bruh. Like when I listen to it with my homies, I'm just like, bruh, this ain't country. <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> this is killing. This is killing. This is crazy. <laughs> do you hear the synth? Do you hear the drops? Do you? Hear... It's like stuff where stuff where country music is just like, nah, we not, we don't do that. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm doing that. <laughs> like that's exactly what I'm doing, and it's, and it has a message outside of just the music and how it sounds orally and what's happening. Like. Bro got a whole message and and um, a lot of questions that people of our time have. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like our, we had parents who were in church and we had parents who were just hard workers and things of that nature. And, you know, we had parents who had issues and problems and knew how to talk about it. Sometimes didn't know how to talk about it, but knew that there was an issue. That's what his songs is about. You know what I'm saying? Like talking about... Um, the conversations of the voices in your head.
0: Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And Keeping it real.
1: It's so bigger than what we're, what I even think it is. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like he's digging deeper. And then the, the music marries with his message. So it's just, yeah, he's a genius. He's a cool cat. <laughs> Hunter's a cool cat.
0: How <laughs> nice to be you know, in his band and really, really love what he's doing. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's just... yeah
1: yeah it's it's
0: sounds like a peak experience it mu- really is. musically and
1: and, and it's like and it comes out through his music and his performance and you know he he always says like at every show like he's just like you know I'm so honored to be on this stage with these guys like I love playing music with these guys it's like it's huge you know what I'm saying it it's is. beyond it is. just you know making sure you know the music make sure you know the changes make sure you sing the part no mm-hmm. it's like I love experiencing life. With you on stage, mm-hmm. which is a great honor, than uh, you know any endorsement or anything. Absolutely. You know, what I'm saying like this person is happy to spend some of his life with me on stage. Absolutely, it's crazy.
0: Do you have um, freedom to throw in a few extra things here and there, or definitely? Is it okay. But
1: it's it's so. it's so it's like a movement. It's so, and it's it's like if you. You know, so you like, ever heard, yeah, definitely, and it's like there's like moments where you just have to. First of all, you got to be tuned into the show, tuned into him, to realize that yeah, you want me to do something here. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, and, and it's mm-hmm. and now we've gotten so used to each other, to where he can just look at me or he'll sing a certain thing, and that lets me know, oh, he's ready to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I'm saying he's ready to mess around, and and sometimes um, you have to just be ready for that stuff because. That, you know, when you're playing the same show, um, it's not really the same show, too. You know, but it is, in a sense, like, we know all the songs. So, you you know, you switch them around and you're doing little different things to keep it fresh because you're having to do it yes. 50 to 80 times a yeah. year. You know what I'm saying? So, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you have to kind of just be sharp enough to, you know, get in there with them. But, yeah, he gives us some space. And when I tell you, man, I mean, everybody murders it. I mean, I it's... It's literally like listening to a live recording every time we perform, and it's so awesome. That (laughs) is
0: wonderful. Yeah. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of um, the Tom Petty station on Sirius Mm -hmm. Radio, and they have they they do a lot of the live concert. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, It's not footage if you're listening, but Mm -hmm. I don't know which you know. Just uh, they play a lot of concert stuff, Mm -hmm. and I mean that was a band that really played well live.
1: Definitely. Well, it was organic, like. (laughs) It, evolved. it just you could tell felt yes. like the real deal,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: that's what sometimes I feel. Um, some of the music is missing that that's coming out now. It's like where's that organic feel, that real deal? Just like this is amazing. Like I'm eating a plant right now, and it's the best thing <laughs> for my body. You know what I'm saying? That type of feel, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, uh, I totally agree with that. Tom Petty is super dope, man. Um, I love him. Lately, I've been into uh, digging into Bobby Caldwell. Oh, I love Bobby
0: and I'm Caldwell. I'm just like... What you want to do for love? Yeah, 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 for
1: sure. But uh, I've been Great digging song. into his albums. And uh, I think one of them is special to me. That was, I think that's the name of the album. And that guy was so soulful. Like, I never would have known... And when you actually see what he looks like, you would never think... <laughs> that this sound would come out of this guy like it's like dude why are you swagging like this and he's like his music is just super insane like it's just groovy and soulful and a lot of the progressions and turnarounds that I would hear in church you know what I'm saying with a mixture of like Ron Isley or something like that like he's doing that and it's just like hmm you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. that's been my little that's been my little thing i I I'm a huge jazz head, first off. Like, I'm a huge, huge jazz head. and um, But since being in Nashville, it's like my palate kind of changed. Because um, in West Virginia, it wasn't too much going on. It was mainly bluegrass. Uh, not even country. Bluegrass. Like, <laughs> that's what it mainly was. Wow. And, and uh, of course, we had The Rock, for sure. They had that lockdown. And, and then we had The Soul and R&B. That was pretty much... I was in the band that did that for our state, in a sense. So... You know, we I listened to everything down there because I knew I wasn't going to have anybody else. It was only about a couple of people who I was just like, yeah, I I can learn from you. I can pull from you. So when I go out, I'll be great. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't a lot of those types of people. And so I listened to everything. And, yeah. But versus down here, I've been able to kind of hone into, you know, just the area. And then just, I'm getting older now. So there's different things that move me musically that I like to hear and so pretty much it's just been that you know that type of music so Bobby Caldwell has been one of the things I because I performed it one time at Rudy's jazz room I, and it was uh what's her name uh Julie uh, Julie was singing and I was playing with Neoshi and it was just a random I think um Wooten's brother wasn't able to be there and so it's like hey John can you just come and we're just gonna do whatever I'm like yeah yeah let's do it let's do it and i like yeah i'm excited this is like my second that was my i think that was my first time playing at rudy's and um that song uh what you want to do for love mm-hmm. that's what she did and um i was like man i like this song and i always knew like i knew the song but i had never played it before mm-hmm. but i just knew that it, like i can remember the change like oh i get a chance to play this song this is dope and so i played it and i had a ball playing it had a solo in it so i was able to really Dig into the inner workings of like what the chords are really doing because if you know the chords, then you can express yourself accordingly. Sure. And uh man, I, it was—I was like, man, this is crazy. And after that, I just started digging into Bobby Caldwell's albums, like songs that I didn't know, which is a, a lot of them.
0: I gotta admit, I've never done that. Yeah, and you're you're really making me want to. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, like if you have a favorite song by a certain artist, just start looking at all of their albums like that would be insane and you know go into like allmusic.com and just look at where their discography starts and what they've worked on there's so many R&B artists that I like and like today who were gospel musicians playing on gospel records before they got their break I
0: bet
1: you know and then doing backgrounds on random stuff like Coolio it's like they weren't even an artist at that time they were just Digging it out, grinding it out, trying to get to being who they are now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, if you have a favorite artist it's like, Oh, I love that song, just dig into all their albums. And and that would be I can only imagine. I had a Dizzy Golepsby. I liked him. I liked him for another reason. It wasn't even for his music. I liked the fact that his cheeks got big. I said, "Who is this guy? I need to look into his stuff." You know what I'm saying? Like his cheeks is huge. And me, musically, I was I was evolving and listening to him. I'm like, "This guy is killing. This is awesome." And then that led me back to Louis Armstrong. You know what I'm saying? Like I'd always liked Louis Armstrong, but it led me back to him. And when you're able to look at who they collaborate with, it's like. Mm-hmm. you were that good like these two things mixed like louis and ella like what like yeah you know so yeah that's a good one go ahead and break it down and if you like a certain artist just like if you like a song just look at all their stuff
0: yes mm-hmm. yeah i think that's kind of like where you are right now it seems like you're kind of figuring out yeah. collaborations you know, when you're ready, that they're, they really ignite yeah. two people into something much bigger than they could have done Big time. by themselves. I can only Amen.
1: imagine what it's like because you're going there knowing what you do and what you're going to do, mm-hmm. but you are like learning this other person, and then you guys are going to come together and make this one thing. It's like, I mean, you would probably leave away just full. Musically, just like I'm full, I can't eat anymore, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. And that's that's like I feel like you kind of got to look at it like that, or how hungry are you?
0: Yeah, you
1: know what I'm saying. And, and that that'll determine your success rate, you know, depending on how hungry you are. And mm-hmm. I, I eat all the time physically, you know what I'm saying. I'll cook for myself, I'll go grab something, I'll go sit down. I'm always because I'm moving so much, you know what I'm saying. And so I'll, I'll take a snack here and there, and that's the same way I view music, you know. Mm-hmm. So, it's like when I have off days, like now it's, you know, I've got the whole week off and then uh, most of the next week. So when I have off days, the first thing I get excited about and I think about is I get to practice. I get to make some music. I like, I ain't got to play nowhere. I'm about to go, and it's like now lately, like I've set up my studio now. I just got an NPC, and so I'm going to learn and learn how to sample into that and kind of just update myself, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because even though I like what I like, I still work in the industry, so I have to know certain things to be able to stay current and Absolutely. stay working. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? So, yeah, sure. Yeah, but other than that, yeah.
0: There's a great book um, called um, The Artist's Way. Mm. I don't know if you've ever read it, but um, it's talking about creative people. You mm. know, it's a, it's a manual for creativity. Mm. And she was talking uh, at one part of the book about you know, that you have to restock your trout pond, yep. basically, mm-hmm. or you won't have anything to fish from. That's so right. And it kind of sounds like, I mean, you've been on the road, you've been playing with other people, now you you have some time to yourself mm-hmm. to add some more new skills and sure. think about things, you know. When I'm practicing, I know, like, I'm using all the stuff that I learned and, you know, tying it all in together and getting better Yeah. from what I've learned from other people. Right, right. right. Adding that to my... List of mm-hmm. whatever, That's the way to go. bag of tools or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so, the
1: way to go. Experiences are the greatest teachers um, and greatest lessons. You know what I'm saying? I mean, a lot of times where you know, some people's like, "Man, you're just clean." You know how many times I've messed up live, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, not just live, like in the studio. More so, like people pay ten dollars to get in here. <laughs> 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 They're buying drinks they mm-hmm. got food <laughs> right? and I blew it like, but they were so excited that I was there that they were just like yeah oh yeah you know but it's like no I blew it you know what I'm saying and it's those moments that uh, helped me to be able to realize like <laughs> do the opposite of that you know what I'm saying like don't do anything near or the same just do the opposite and uh and that's something that I'm literally living out right now a moment of honesty for me so uh there's this software out uh called uh Ableton Live and so everybody's on And I've I've been hearing about it in the church world for like the last five years. Because what happened, a lot of church musicians were getting hired, going on tour. So there's no church musicians at the church. So they still have to function and songs that they did when the musician was there. So they came up with this thing where it was like, yo, we're going to make these multi-tracks for gospel. And it's going to be to where you can have a full band in church. You know what I'm saying? So when they started doing that, Ableton was one of the main things that they were using to uh, make this happen. So I was like, okay, I know about all of that. So when I got with Hunter, he was just like, you know, hey, okay, we're running tracks. Can you run the tracks? I was just like, yeah, I sure can. Now, I'm familiar with Logic. I work out of Logic. I know Logic upside down. I love Logic. I'm still continuing to learn on Logic. That's my thing. But Ableton was like, I don't know anything about this. And so he, because he's a genius, he set it all up and he... <laughs> he he does his own tracks so it's like he edits everything. That's cool. And then you can, it runs with the lights and stuff like that. This thing called time code. It runs the lights so okay. even with the song, it's like when certain hits happen, the lights. It tells all of it. That's what this whole Ableton thing does. So Okay. So does he does he play drums and
0: keyboards and everything?
1: Plays everything? They on Google it's like <laughs> he plays the world. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He plays the world. Okay, but all he right. really do. Uh, uh, honestly I've seen him just what i've seen i've seen guitar i've seen bass I've, of course piano and keys uh drums definitely um i want to say he knows some banjo um, he does slide guitar with objects he never does it in his show but he has his awesome slide touch you know what i'm saying and he'll just like grab a coca-cola bottle start
0: sliding
1: okay then he'll grab his cell phone start sliding i'm like What? Like he, he's so I do believe just by the few things I've seen him play that he probably can't play everything that's out there. (laughs) So, but yeah, he definitely does everything.
0: The reason I ask is because when you're making tracks for stuff, you know, it helps if you know how to play the other instruments, how they're supposed to sound. And
1: he's exactly doing that. He puts the percussion in there, and he has we got a little uh, talk box, you know, that those types of things. He throws all that in there. So uh, this particular show. I'm trying to stay on. I feel like I'm doing good. I'm, I'm keeping it together. But uh, this particular show, uh, the tracks uh, we could hear the click because we have slates, and the slates are basically him saying, you know, intro two, three, four, chorus, whatever two, three, four. So gotcha. He said so. He has side fields, which is basically he has two mains and a sub on both sides, and so his voice, the slates was coming through the side fields and you know it's full of people full of people like 5,000 full of people and and so and and mind you I don't know a lot about Ableton all I know is start stop maybe rewind you know what I'm saying but definitely start stop at that time and uh, he had to literally come back there like we had to like not do the song I think we had to stage dark and he came back there and he pressed the button and he was just like tapped me on the shoulder i was just like oh god (laughs) i messed up and it's my fault (laughs) like (laughs) i was terrified because it's like that's a nightmare to like be on a big tour and something that serious happens like and I can only imagine with other artists it could possibly be a situation like he's out of here I I can't do it it's like uh, dude I didn't know you know what I'm saying like but it's kind of cutthroat in certain instances but that's how I know that God really put me with this guy because he's just, just he's just got a big heart right because at the end of it first of all we did not leave the day or evening without talking about it and when we talked about it it didn't feel like a um Hey man, so I'm gonna need you to get your stuff together. Like, no, it was more so like, so, bub, what happened? Like, what, so, what can, he was like, what can I do? You know, yeah. what happened on your end? What did you not understand? Yeah. Which opened up, you know, communication for me to just understand. Yeah. And, and yes. then he just worked with me. Yeah. To the point to where now, man, with, <laughs> we had a show <laughs> at TCU last weekend. And before he got on stage, you know, it was something, uh, the, the clicks, wasn't coming through and just because I've had previous issues with learning it and things that I didn't know I was able to solve the issue and mm. he never even heard that it happened and at the end of the night I came to him, I was like hey man thank you <laughs> for actually like preparing me because he prepared me for everything because our bass player he's at he was at a wedding so i kind of had to do bass keys every now and again when the tracks wasn't going Uh because you know we still in the live show yeah but he prepared me for it he said hey have your bass ready in case and uh yeah everything's good and i I thanked him at the end i was like man thank you for showing me how to deal with these things back when because you didn't even know (laughs) but i figured it out and everything was good and he was just like great I love you,
0: man. I'm like, love you too, <laughs> dude. Like,
1: you're awesome. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Just,
0: yeah. I
1: don't know, man. I, but that that moment was just like. Because of that moment, I know, you know, what not to do and how to be, able, what to look for, and and making sure that um all my ends are covered and just learning the just learning the software. They it's got like two different workspaces. It's like um arrangement mode and then there's another mode. It's just like it's a lot. It's a whole lot. It's like the behind the scenes stuff of what happens in logic that makes it so easy. Right. You see but that screen. Okay. And then you have the easy screen. You know what I'm saying? Like right. logic. It's just like straight ahead, let's go. It's user friendly. You yes. know what I'm saying? But able to you have to be like legit. And so I've been enjoying learning that. That's been one of my things. Cause I've been playing for over twenty years now. So, you know, I'm been playing a while, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Yes. So I, I I've kind of know my way around the piano for a little bit. So being able to kind of grow somewhere else, mm-hmm. is gonna do nothing but enhance mm-hmm. what I've been doing for 20 years. So yes, that's absolutely. cool. It
0: is cool, yeah. and it yeah, they can really make you feel kind of some like red hot shame in the moment right? on the stage. <laughs> oh I mean, like it can be very physical. Oh like, I know it's hit me that way when. <sighs> crap is happening oh my god cause it's
1: like oh <laughs> and you had the the hardest part about it but i feel like is the most victorious part about it is owning yeah. that it was you <laughs> and it's yeah. cool own it man <laughs> like don't worry about it because yes. you know because of that moment that you've had you're able to put someone else on and be like hey don't do this or look out for this and and that's pretty much where i'm at now because i'm 31 so it's like i feel great i feel awesome like they say this is the prime stuff happening and i'm just like yeah that's cool but already at 31 i'm thinking about what i'm doing now is preparing the way for someone else Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah is either my age or older You know, or younger, like it doesn't matter, like I'm literally opening doors for someone else to be able to be blessed the same way that I was. So I'm very selective and, and just cautious and use discernment a lot with everything that I do. You know, like I don't even it's like I play everywhere, but I don't. And it's like I don't want to oversaturate myself, like I, and and because when you when you're out there, like you want to be prepared to, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with oh hey bro, I got a show tomorrow, fifty songs, you got me, you know what I'm saying? I mean it's just like, I'll say yes sometimes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but nowadays, mm. <laughs> you know, and it's good to do, but I've I've been doing that like before I got to Nashville, like I've been doing that, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So. Like, let's I'm, go
0: back. Yeah, yeah, let's let's let me ask you about your early life. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm I'm really curious. So you were born in West Virginia?
1: No, I was born in East Chicago, Indiana, and um, so uh, my mom, dad, we we're all down there. Um, and around about 2002 or 2001, it started getting bad in my area, not necessarily my neighborhood, but just my area. And my mom felt like, yo, we need to leave, and so. Um, I'm like 9, 10, 11 years old and she's going back and forth between Indiana and California because that was one of the places we were possibly going to move to. It was just entirely too expensive then in the 90s. So, you know, she came back to Indiana and it was between West Virginia, Atlanta, Georgia, and I think it was just West Virginia, Atlanta, Georgia. And so some pastor um, of a friend of my mom's had uh, actually said that they were looking for a musician or something to that nature. And my mom went down there to this church in West Virginia and she was a preacher, she was a pastor. And I started in our church, let's get it all in there. I started my mom's church playing piano around about nine. And so, but um, other than that, um, they, they asked her to come down. She came down, ran a revival. I came down, I played with her. It was awesome, it was great. Went back to Indiana. And I started doing my thing. I was playing at a, there was a Baptist church looking at me in East Chicago. It was would have been my first other church gig outside of my mom. So this was like, I was like, oh, yeah, I can do this thing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Were right, you
0: picking that up on your own? By yeah, ear? so
1: definitely by ear. I was initially a drummer. Um, okay. The only reason why I started keyboard was because my mother's musician um, got a better church offer. It was like a big church. So I was like, yeah, go do that. And so, what she was doing was recording her music onto this Yamaha PSR 300 or something. Okay. Awesome. I love that keyboard to this day. (laughs) And so, she would preach and play. And then, after she played, she preached. And then, I guess, uh, the music for the in between or like the altar call and stuff like that. She'd record that in there and have me press a button. And so, I'm standing there like a keyboard player. You know what I'm saying? And just Why? press the button as a drummer. And I'm over here just like, this is whack. I can't believe you would do this to me. You're gonna have me standing here in your church, pressing the button. This is not this is torture. I should be at home, I should be playing, doing something, I should be playing drums. I was that frustrated with my mom. It was so funny. And she <laughs> thought it was the cutest thing ever. <laughs> and I and then one day I was just like, So what else does this thing do? And then she was just like, Well, can you do this? Did she play? Yes, she does play. She taught me. She actually started me. Mom started me. And so um, it started from there, and I eventually mastered everything she taught me. And while she was going back and forth to California, Mom was in the studio with Brandy, like, doing random stuff. And, like, she was doing stuff, and I'm like, you did what? You know what I'm saying? Like, she was working, actually, while trying to get us out there. Playing piano. Yeah, playing keys. Yeah, in the, in the studio with other people and just hanging out, and it was crazy. Mom was absolutely going for it, but um when all that happened I, while she was doing that, I was still playing, and so I was starting to just figure it out and
0: so would you play you say you were playing for her preaching like were you back in around
1: no her her ministry was a little bit different. Uh, I was more so spirit led flowy, so um mom did like world music so sometimes like where shouting would happen you know and sometimes we would do that so but where shouting would happen it would just go into like a latin beat or some african beat like really different totally different we didn't do hymns at her church um, we didn't do a lot of the popular gospel songs the praise and worship was all improv
0: Okay, just
1: think about going in you have a prayer And then there's a beat that starts. You don't know what key you're going to be in. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's just wherever she is. And there it is. We're just going to do this for a half an hour. You don't, keep in mind, you have no clue what we're doing. And that was how I started.
0: So freedom from the get-go. Yeah,
1: from the get. I didn't learn hymns and true songs and things of that nature until I was 13 Fourteen, which is when I moved to West Virginia. Okay. Because they were, um, that was an old area. Yeah. So, you know, not a lot of the, we had drum machines and drum shields and stuff in Indiana and Chicago all the time. Like, that was nothing. Sure. There, they had the upright, the Hammond.
0: They, there, was uh, Hammond you know, there
1: was a Hammond You know, there was a Hammond. Is that your
0: first time to play it?
1: That was, yeah, that was my second time. As well, soon as I moved to West Virginia, it was my second time. I was always fascinated with it but I would keep looking down at the pedals because it's like I couldn't. And then I, I just wasn't pulling it together, man. I really wasn't. It wasn't even a big organ. It was a house organ. Um, so that was a place in Indiana. And then I had a a, a great uncle or... it He was my uncle, actually, or my grandfather. Great uncle. It's something. One of them uncles. I had an uncle who had passed away. And so my mom was playing for the service. And this was my first time on a Hammond B Hammond C3 at that time and she was just like Jay come over here and sit with me and it was just so intimidating it's like all of those knobs and the big pedals and then there's this big seat and I'm like this Mm -hmm. little kid I was and then there's another pedal all the way in the back that's the volume I was like Mm -hmm. it was just intimidating so yeah but when I got to West Virginia because the few who played piano or keys like all the churches would be like, I want you to play my church because nobody really played. So even if you were horrible, you had a guy. Go- like you had a job. Like you had a gig. Like it was crazy. And, yeah. But the best who was in my area, he was. He is still to this day uh, a master organist. I mean, there are some great organists in the world. Yeah. And this guy is a master. Literally picks up the organ and throw it at you. Then he goes and pick the organ up off of your body. Put the organ back together. Calls the ambulance. Follow you in the ambulance to the hospital. And chill with you till your family gets you. That's the type of organ player that this guy is. And it's like to this day, like I, I, I went back home to West Virginia, uh, I think last week. Yeah, last week. Uh, right before I went to, uh, with Hunter. And I said, Okay, I every time I go home, I just sneak into West Virginia. I don't say nothing because everybody's just like, Oh my god, you're playing with her hey yes. <laughs> I'm just like, Hey guys, I do other stuff too. But yes, I am, you know, and I don't wanna really like spend a lot of my time just like having a lot of those conversations. I just wanna chill and mm-hmm. see family and hey, how you doing? Let's let's hang out, let's eat, you know, and so but this time I said, Yeah, I wanna play some music this time and so um Back home, there's not a lot of things musical that happens since I've gone. They're still going, but it's just not as frequent. Sure. And so I asked to do something random that we used to do all the time. We used to share it all the time. and um, all of us had church keys. You know what I'm saying? So whoever usually I was the main one, y'all can pull up, come on over to church, I'll be there at nine o'clock, we'll make it happen. They bring these like they would bring three drum sets, it'd be like five <laughs> keyboards, the Hammond. Like craziness, and I, I would get on drums, and then the organ player would get on. Like it was crazy, it was madness. And so I said, "Hey, I want to do another shed. but you know, whatever y'all want to do." And I was trying to find the church. I was literally just like, if one of these pastors do not say something, I've played at all of y'all's church. The least you could do is open the church <laughs> for this guy coming from Nashville, who's from West Virginia, to play some music for a couple hours, please. And then it was awesome. A church had said, "Yeah, let's let's make it happen." So I went there and I was there with my mentor and um, and this, the, the organ slayer, and this guy.
0: <laughs> What's his name? His name
1: is Timothy Courts.
0: Okay. And
1: um, he's a phenomenal organ player, piano player, and drummer, but he is a organ god in my personal opinion. But um, he's uh, out there in West Virginia, so I had an opportunity to play with him. And um, we was just sitting there playing, and I was just looking at him like, oh, my God, you're so amazing. It's like, it's so weird fanboying out on other people when you're in a situation (laughs) where people fanboy over you all the time. So it's like when you get a chance to fanboy, it's like you go all the way in. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, my (laughs) eyes was in the back of my head just watching him just play. and It was just so nostalgic. Like, oh, my God, you're awesome. And then when I played, it was just like, I was just kind of feeling like the little student. Just like, look, look what I learned. <laughs> and he's over here just like, you got it, Doc. And I'm just like, I don't have it, man. Like, <laughs> like he, he literally makes me blush anytime he says anything about my playing because I think that high of him. Gotcha. And, uh, so this guy is awesome. But, yeah, man, I, I just love those moments where you can just kind of sit back, be the student, learn. Yeah. And, and, and really, that's a lot of what I've been doing here in Nashville. Because a lot of people who have what they have, and the people that I'm meeting, they're just they're they're so successful. And if you would just listen and just sit there and watch them talk, mm-hmm. like there is so much that happens in just conversation. Mm-hmm. And Nashville, like it, like if people would realize that, okay, I want to get I want to get gig, I want to go out, I want to I want to be playing everywhere. This people just need to hear me. It's not in your videos. It's not in your posts. <laughs> it's all in your conversation because a lot of times because we really truly don't have time to waste uh, we can tell you know right by your first two sentences where your heart is yeah, what your motive is just you talking how you play how you prepare just in talking it's just like it's so crazy and I've learned that just at like another one of my buddies out here, Tyra Sass um, he plays with Johnny Lane. I love to just hear him talk in the conversation that we have. You know, I mean, he is just, I mean, and he has his soul. He's such an integral man. That's another thing. I've got to have integrity. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many things that you just pick up in just my conversation. Like, I mean, we like the same stuff. The way that he prepares for anything that he plays for Mm -hmm. is insane. I thought I was the weird one having a notebook with the pencil and, you know, like right now I wrote out my own charts and you know this is where my patches are i thought i was weird for that mm-hmm. he has a notebook his is just the big notebook i got the small one, he's got the <laughs> big one i'm like that's dope he still uses pen and pencil and mm-hmm. you know because i mean you have apps now so you can just look at a chart or whatever but it's like to me when i write it down that's how i know it versus yes. remembering it you yes. know what i'm saying Or being able to get through it and so and and just listening to like their thought process I love to hear people just talk you know what I'm saying and and then, so I've kind of grown into that so when I have free time and musicians are like man so how is it on the road man like how is it you know I don't I'm not quick to talk about how many people and you know what type of venue I'm more so to talk about man you just got to be ready and yeah. then that's like that opens up the conversation for me to talk about well, what do you mean right? Mm -hmm. And even if you don't ask me that, I'll I'll sit there and start to just give you nuggets and you're probably not paying attention. But it's just (laughs) like I said it and I told you. And one day when you come back to something where you need that wisdom, you're Mm going to remember who you had that conversation with. So uh, a lot of blessings and and just kind of um, things that you need to know to get to where you're going it happens all in common because you never know who you're talking to. That's the cool that's another cool part about that's being here and there. Very true. you don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> right. Like you right. can be getting an Uber and you don't know who you're riding with. Right. But it's like they're real deal. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And, and so. so yes. I just I love that about here. I I love Nashville. It was probably one of the greatest things I could ever do in my life. <laughs> it's going to Nashville. That's
0: so great to hear that. Yeah um, and you said you came here a year ago? 2 years ago. Now. 2 years Okay, so what did you do between coming here and playing growing up in the church and learning gospel music? I'm I'm mm-hmm. going to guess gospel sure. was your first one. Yeah, yeah. That, that was that was my first one. Uh, I, when I hear you play, mm-hmm. I hear gospel, you know, in everything oh, yeah, that you do. Yeah. Um I'm I'm a gospel freak. Oh I yeah. Love, oh, I love <laughs> yeah, gospel. Yeah. Um um and Tyrus was one of my first guests, mm-hmm. and um, I was playing for a church. Mm-hmm. He he knows about this. Like he he showed me how to back up the ministry. Great. Uh, and we talked about you know shout courses and stuff. Right, like right. Lots of stuff that has that's gospel influence sure. But when I've heard you play, like I think I met you at Soul Vibes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, yep, yep. That's okay. that was the thing. Yeah. That was the thing. When I first moved here, that happened maybe six or seven months after I had been here already. Okay. And when I heard about, it, I was like, this is perfect. I could meet everybody.
0: Yes. And I could
1: cool. This yes. is, and that was yes. what I really love and loved about uh Sova. I love it so much cuz it's like a place for you to meet people mm-hmm. and like you can ask them questions and talk to them and Yeah. And it's like I had no clue I was going to have a touring gig. Then I was just there like enjoying the hang like Right. Cuz everybody like Tyrus was one of them who would play. Yeah. Everybody's on the road. So it's like nobody's here who's like here at home, like, yeah, yeah, we could do it. You know what I'm saying? I, I felt like one of those guys, like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll do so i up here. Like, mm-hmm. that's the thing. So I love that for that. That like, that's, uh, I think that's where, that's where I met you, right?
0: I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I heard you play, and I'm trying to think what the name of the song was, but it, I mean, um, I know I heard you on the Michael Jackson show because we were yeah. downtown at D.B. King's. <laughs> yeah, there. And yeah. so I got to hear you play Hammond organ that mm-hmm. night, an actual real, and I got to play the organ myself. Right. That's a nice, oh, nice Hammond organ.
1: Yeah, that's a really juicy one. It really think. is. It's juicy. Yeah. But,
0: yeah, like, there was gospel and all the stuff that you played. You yeah. Know? And I heard you do that an Isley Brothers' tune, too, one time there. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, immediately my ears perked up because I thought, okay, <laughs> he is a gospel cat. Yeah. And I can, I know yeah, that he is. Definitely. That,
1: that is my foundation, but,
0: um. The command of harmony. Yeah. For me. And also pacing, like, mm-hmm. the, the buildups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Indeed. Those things kind of make gospel so great to me.
1: I, I believe, um, that's, that's like, those are the true keys to gospel, um, for me when I was able to understand it, by the time I started understanding it, they were reharmonizing crazy. Like it was going insane to the point to where it was just like, okay, that's jazz. It's jazz. Like mm-hmm. I get like I feel that we talk about Jesus, but that's jazz. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I mean, and so growing up in that as a keyboard player, so when reharmonization was going crazy, I was probably thirteen. 14 okay so between 13 and 18 like my mind was like oh my god oh my god it was just so much like just in those five years i mean because they were just pushing the envelope like it was going crazy and the
0: the style itself just the style yeah just the
1: style of gospel some of the newer gospel music that was you know just you know kind of up to date to what was going on at that time they were just pressing the bar to the point where i was like this sounds like the yellow jackets this sounds like Jocko. Okay. This sounds like Snarky Puppy has lost her at that time. Spyro <laughs> Gyra, you know what I'm saying? Like, but right. Snarky Puppy, like, they're going nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, this is insane. And so,
0: did you like it?
1: I did a whole lot. Okay. Um, but um, it
0: felt overwhelmed by it. Like, I mean, it was just
1: a lot. Yeah, you, it was overwhelming. At how that did time. you go
0: about learning? How did you did you teach yourself harmony? Did um, anybody help you? Or?
1: Yeah. If I could say anybody helped me. Uh, Definitely, a, like I hung around vocalists because I'm playing for vocalists. So it's like when you get into how they listen to music and how they interpret things, th- that's how I learn how to learn those hard songs. Like, okay, if you got a vocalist, they'll sit there and they'll just say, okay, this is the key. So that means alto, tenor, and soprano. Boom, we're good. I already know that. Mm-hmm. So what is the alto note doing here? oh, my God, that's amazing that they're going in like that because they're doing it over this chord. And it's just like, huh? You know, that was that's how I felt. So when I was able to listen to that and watch them learn, they would sit there and learn the whole alto part for the whole song, learn the whole tenor part for the whole song, okay. learn the whole soprano part for the whole song. Wow. It's like you're singing your note, you know, in regards to where your voice is, but you are aware and know the what the other two are doing. Okay. And when you're in that point When you can think like that It's just like Okay, I'm in the middle So that means Any of this can happen But if I move anywhere That's going to change This to that You know what I'm saying And so I kind of took that Thought process of just Okay, let me just Start with the intro I'm not going past the intro After the intro Let's start with the first verse Okay After I got the first verse down Go back Intro verse You know what I'm saying Seamless gotcha. After that cool Chorus The chorus is going to be The same whenever it comes up Hopefully in gospel music because a lot of times there are variations.
0: Yeah, absolutely. From the first
1: verse, the chorus is like, cool, this is the first chorus. First chorus, second verse has got more additions. Then there's a lead out that's insane Mm -hmm. to the second chorus that's (laughs) similar to the first chorus but it's even got a little (laughs) bit more in it. It's like, Mm -hmm. you have to learn them in parts. (laughs) That's Mm -hmm. the only probable way. But it's good for you because it it keeps you on your toes. It's just, it it is a lot. But just, Cyrus
0: kind of said the same thing. It's so true. He, he said basically the same thing you we were saying. <laughs> yeah, like it's yeah. so true. Just learn the vocal part. Yep, just and learn. You, and then you begin to be able to throw in some extra stuff, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I'm say. for sure, yeah. But there are some chords that are played in gospel music that I'm just like, I'm scratching my head yeah. trying to figure it out mm-hmm. for the churches that I play for. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it's very complex. It's
1: insane. <laughs> I mean, I, and to watch, like I've traveled. Uh, playing in so many different churches over the United States, and like when you see someone play a chord that you play, but they don't necessarily play it the same way you do, uh, in regards to fingering. Okay. you know what I'm saying? I mean, I feel like that's that's an art in itself in gospel because they are doing Voicing. so. Yes, they're doing so many wrong things that a piano teacher would like be like, <laughs> "Get out of my classroom! You're <laughs> wasting my time." There's so many nuances in gospel music where it's like, that's wrong. And it's like, why? You know what I'm saying? It's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Uh And that's legit. You know, and and I I definitely play like, there's there's some things that I do where it's just like, you should not do that. You know what I'm saying? And, And I'm just like, that's what makes me me. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like. You can go as far. I mean, there are all the notes are there. You know, play them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they're all with there. whatever finger you can with, find, whatever to you, grab it. However, I, I a lot of my chords, I'll use my thumb to play two notes. You know what I'm oh, saying? Just okay. to kind of fatten it up. You okay. know, because I just yeah. like that that feel. And then whatever's on my pinky, I'll take my left thumb and octave it with the thumb. You know, thing. It's just. Super fat, in my opinion, like just little gotcha. things I've been doing throughout the years. So, yeah, you can do it. Just however you get to it, get to it. <laughs>
0: Interesting. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So
0: sort of like a little bit of a George Shearing thing.
1: Definitely, yeah. definitely. Uh, I, I was a huge fan, and still is, of uh, Robert Glassford. That was my little thing. And, of course, I studied uh, Fats Domino. Um, I studied uh, Thelonious Monk. Uh, These are giants, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. in piano. Duke Ellington, amazing. Nat King Cole, Mm
0: -hmm. no
1: touch too smooth. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, these guys were murdering. But Robert Glasswell was one of the guys that I looked at, and he definitely has that vibe where it's just like, and he has his own sound. Like, you know who it is when he's playing, but that guy is just like, some of the things that he plays, I'm just like, it's literally un- like I don't I don't get it. I don't even get it. Where are you? Where are you, man? And it's like I love it so much. I had a chance to hear him for the first time live right here in Nashville at the City Winery. And I was just floored. I got a good seat too. Table right in the front. And I mean he was just I expected more, I guess, out of the show, but it was so full of meat that I got everything I needed because what I learned in that particular show is the power of resistance. After you, after you've been playing for years, you know, it's nothing to just, you know, do whatever, whenever you can just be so full because you got so much, but when you hold it and, uh, and place it specifically, uh, for a certain reason, for a certain statement, like you're not going to, you know, write a sentence and necessarily put an exclamation mark behind it when you were just making a statement you know what i'm saying it's like right you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. little things like that you're usually going to use an uh, exclamation mark for a command sit down you know what i'm saying musically same thought process and his uh resistance and when to be resistant was what was so explosive about his performance and when i heard that uh, I was just like, oh my god. So I, I I I know how it is when you meet people and they're you know doing shows and stuff like that. It's kind of hard to get to them. So I was honored and grateful just to be there to hear what happened because I had just got off the road uh, with Hunter. I, I just got to, I didn't even know if I would be home in enough time to catch the concert. Happened to be home, so that was the first thing I did. And so after the show, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and I gotta go use the bathroom. Come out the bathroom. The bass player is right there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's just right there, cool. And Derek Hodge is right there. And I've been a fan of Derek Hodge for years. Like Derek Hodge played on hip hop stuff. Q-Tip. Like I'm a huge fan of him. Like, back. Like he's been. He's amazing. And he's just sitting there, just humble. And I, you know, I just told him, "Yeah, man, I just got back from overseas." Oh man, really? Where'd you go? And I, and I, I didn't realize it, but I started realizing it when I walked away from him because I got a chance to take a picture with him. I was talking to a guy who has traveled the world, just like what I was just doing, what I'm doing right now. And he's over here interested in what I'm doing. I was like, what? This is insane. He's like, oh, god!" <laughs> so after that happens, I'm just like, okay, I can go to bed and die happy. Yeah. While I'm going out, Robert Glasper comes out and he's like meeting people. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'm going to just walk on over here and head on out. And my girlfriend was just like, no, no, go take a picture. I'm just like, Okay. And so there's this moment that happens. And it was so perfect. Uh, you know, he, he, it's time to meet him. he got his bodyguard there. And so when I see him, I was so excited. So I, I dapped him up, but he held me like, don't come in no more close. I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. I know how that go. Cool. cool. <laughs> and then I was like, yo, can I take a picture? You were awesome. And he was just dope. And I was looking at him like, man, you're tall. You know, just having my little moment and and I shook his hand and took the picture and then it was like alright man nice meeting you. Yeah, yeah dope dope and when I walked away that's when I was just like I want to do that mm. that's what I want to do
0: mm.
1: that's it mm-hmm. that's it I want to be that I want to go do that
0: mm-hmm.
1: ever since then it's just like when I made that decision hunter dates start coming more and I'm just like I need to write
0: <laughs> to be able
1: to do that you know what I'm saying <laughs> and it's just like work just As soon as I made that decision, I'm like, God, when am I going to have time to make this happen? Mm -hmm. All while this is going on, you know, I'm acquiring equipment and getting just out of nowhere. And it's like because I'm touring all the time, it's like I don't realize what I have until I come home and set it up. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I forgot I bought this. Yes, this is going to work perfect. And so, you know, just basically in just two years of me being here, I've been able to like learn, get active, fulfill my dream. But, and then get my purpose all in like two years. And so I guess, man, I, I, I'm i just doing all of this stuff because I'm ready to be an artist myself, personally.
0: That's pretty and, awesome. And um,
1: so already working on my single, getting ready for post-production. Um, got a cartoon artist out of Chicago nice. who's uh, getting ready to get my content together. And... Uh,
0: like a logo or artwork yeah, for the Yeah, definitely
1: artwork for okay. the album and All right. the EP. Nice. Uh, I, I have the single done. The EP is already, the songs are chosen. I have to go ahead and get you know, the musicians accordingly. And also I have the album name and working on the album cover. Like I'm working ahead trying wow. to get some of those little things together. But yeah. Next Where are you going to record
0: it? In your I'm studio? Definitely or?
1: starting in my studio, but uh, it's going to be kind of a, Chronological process in a sense because the single is going to be like, I'm going to just do it all. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I have my production accordingly, have my homies do that. And then the EP, I'm going to add in a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Like horns, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Then for the album, that is. So you're
0: going to do your own tracks, like drum tracks and everything?
1: Most of them. Okay. Most of them. But definitely in the beginning stage, like the single, that's oh. all me. Okay. All drums is me for the single. It's pretty much me going out there. The EP bring in some people, and the album is the album to one day be Grammy considered.
0: Awesome! Uh, because Jonathan. that's
1: what I'm going for. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I'm, I'm jumping right out there. So it's
0: amazing. Yeah, I'm excited. I didn't know this. Oh no,
1: no <laughs> one knows it. So this is why
0: not talk about it now? I'm Cool.
1: It's pretty incredible. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have no one knows because I've just been like going, but. The the cool part about being on the road, there's a lot of downtime mm-hmm. that people don't see. I'm writing,
0: yeah,
1: my heart's desires, my heart's desires. Literally, just writing out my heart's desires. I'm I'm not concerned about you know, man, I gotta get faster. I gotta learn this key. No, what do Jonathan want to accomplish, and mm-hmm. what legacy do I want to leave back behind? Yes, how how, how do I want to be able to still be living when not here?
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I'm
1: saying? Mm-hmm. That's Huge, and the level of, you know, where you got to be focus wise, it's just bigger than where you may be currently. Yes, you know, and and that's huge, and and I credit, I credit God and my church. <laughs> I play at my church uh, every week, Judah Temple of Praise. I do.
0: I want to ask you about your church because I I do I see that you you know you post a lot that mm-hmm. I mean you seem really really happy. Definitely. There. Like um definitely um. What's what's going on? <laughs> what's, well, okay. What's, what's it like? I mean, um, you got a really great band. There. Yeah, it's it's got a great pastor.
1: It's having an amazing pastor. Um, I initially, when I when I um, came into contact with them was the bass player. The reason why I met their church is the bass player, who is my brother now, Walter Blair. We were playing for a country artist before I got with Hunter, the Wilson Brothers band, and so. Um, they was like, yo, Jonathan, we need a bass player. I was like, all right, well, I'll go ahead and find a bass player. And so, I'm trying to remember how I ran across Walter, but Walter came up and I heard a key. he didn't have a lot of videos, but he had a few. And I was like, yeah, I can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the guy. This is the guy. So I hit this guy up. And so, you know, when I had moved here, I had moved from, um, I was playing at a church in West Virginia. And it was the people were amazing. I mean, fantastic. But the way that, you know, the whole other stuff went with how the church runs in regards to the pastor and the musical person who was over all the music at that time just didn't leave a good taste in my mouth uh, in regards to church. So when I came to Nashville, I was just like, I'm not playing at church. I'm just getting a gig and tour. I don't care what anyone has to say. And because uh, <laughs> because I am aware that God doesn't roll like that. That didn't happen (laughs) because I was, you know, and so anyways, uh, Walter met me when I was kind of just like, man, forget the church. I'm good. I don't have time. And he didn't talk to me about church a lot. He just talked to me. And the conversations, remember. A lot of things can happen through conversations. In conversation, <laughs> I had restoration with him. Mm-hmm. And um, he just, I was like, man, this guy is super duper cool. That's my guy. That's my homie. And that was cool. And so one Sunday, he was just like, hey, you want to sit in at my church? Uh, the guy that plays here, he's hes in college, but he's home right now for the summer. Want to just go ahead and sit in on keys for one of my services? Because he knew I played at another church. And the other church was great to me, too. But I was just like, yeah, man, I'll do it for you. Like, that was my homie. So the other pastor didn't know that I was literally just going to sit in. He had asked me to come play a Sunday. I said, Oh, I, I won't be able to do it this Sunday because I'll be helping my buddy over here. He thought I was quitting. So it was like perfect. So I was like, oh <laughs> thank you, God. You know what I'm saying? So I go to it this. Just <laughs> right, it just
0: worked out that way. Right, it just worked
1: out perfect. That's... So I go to this, I go to this church, do the temple of praise, and I mean there's this amazing organist there. I'm on keys and I mean I literally I mean I played everything and they were just killing. It was like two guitar players behind me, the bass player, then there was a guy on the organ who was amazing, and then there was a drummer, and then there was a horn section, and then there was an auxiliary key player, which is the bass player's wife. I was just like, "Yo! <laughs> this is it. I would have I wanted this before, but I didn't know that there would be enough people to actually do this effectively and, like, sound awesome doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, that one service turned into me being there the whole summer. And uh, the kid came back, and I, you know, and then when the kid came back, the organ player that was there got another position at another church. So oh. immediately the organ position was open. And then and I, I played a couple of times. They like, yo, you can play. And I was like, oh, right. you know, because <laughs> I love keys, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, sure. um, and And so sure enough, they was like, okay, well, you can do work. And I said, sure, I'll do it. And I was just faithful. And, and it wasn't, I think I went to the church maybe four months. And before I knew it, because, I mean, I, that, that was a service where I cried. And, you know, the pastor came and laid hands on me. And then he had meetings with me, hugged me, talked to me, texted me. They were just like being regular but awesome mm-hmm. and I was like okay I'm joining this church so I joined the church and everybody's like oh this is great yeah I was there so then before I know it we're just honing and working on the band sound and and because the, the sound of the house changed mm-hmm. uh, just because of where they're going and uh, I believe it's just it's all a timing thing and so as it was changing you know we began to just get together and practice and, and kind of jail and Certain, wow. create new hits and create new movements and mm-hmm. songs and just start going nuts. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then yeah. right when, and then Hunter happened and I was like, oh my God, I'm with this church and I got a big gig and I'm not going to be here every Sunday. What am I going to do? It's never, it's never worked out for me when I had a big gig, like, cause I did a run with American Idol some years ago. And I, I lost a church job from that in West Virginia. I'm still living in West Virginia. And they were just like, yeah, no, nah, don't worry about that. I'm like, man, this is a come up. You don't want to keep me in church? Come on, you got a musician who played for American Idol. Why, why would you, you know? But right. this church, um, I took my <laughs> schedule to the pastor. And we sat there and had a meeting. And and I'd say, hey, I just want you to know what I'm doing. You know, to, if, if, if I can still come in, I, I'll pop in. He was like, yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, what he did, he didn't stop there. He began to talk to me about finances in regards to, because, you know, he was like, you know, I've never done a tour like this. And the way that the money rolls, it's, it's well, you know. And mm-hmm. he was just, he began then. He's like, okay, we're going to figure something out to where you can go ahead and pace yourself. You've got to have your tides. And, you know, but, you know, make sure that you're not, you know, overspending, spending wrong, like, you know, be very integral. And he started to give me plans and that. So just him helping me as a man. You know Um, what I'm saying? It was just, yeah. that's my church. So I'm excited about it because I know that I'm like a family member. That's my family. And so when I got the position for the tour, the whole church prayed for me. And Mm. the whole church posted pictures. Mm. You know, we're going to be praying for our son, our brother, Jonathan Smith, going out on the road with Hunter. We'll see you when you get back. Yeah. and like you see, anytime I'm home I'm, and that's I was just like, this is my church. I'm good. And mm-hmm. so that that helps me stay centered with my spirituality, gotcha. you know, because you can do whatever works for you. But for me, that's been my thing. And that's mm-hmm. perfect for me. And um, just I guess having all of that stuff, that that's creating an amazing renaissance in my life right now mm-hmm. uh, in my career. And so it's a ride.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's a good right. one. It's a, <laughs> a really good one. It sounds like. I mean, uh, I, you know what I'm hearing is like you came here and you found your people. Yeah. In different areas. I mean, I think it's really important, you know, to have um, some something to come back home to. When yeah. you're out on the road, it can be very disorienting.
1: Big time, big time. And, but now it's just it's a blessing now because it's like I'm so excited because I've been doing one thing for so long, and then I come around and I just get this shake up and. Mm -hmm. do other stuff. The coolest part about it is I felt like I would lack in some of my other things I did usually because I'm doing something else all the time, but it's done nothing but intensified and tightened up everything else that I do outside of what I do primarily. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, so if we're playing and you know, if I'm doing jazz and stuff like that, it's like the chops are clean because I play to a click every week you know on the road tour wise so the timing is just and the dexterity is just it's there it's just it's right there and it's just so awesome to how how uh, just doing that has just kind of really helped me like learning songs it's like i can i can really learn songs that i understand songwriting you know what i'm saying like Right. It's crazy. It's, this is just, I can talk for 19. It's,
0: <laughs> well, what I'm, <laughs> what I'm hearing you say is that you've got chops right now. Because you're playing a regular show. Yeah. And you're playing it in time, yeah. every single time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much to be said for playing in time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's really, seriously. uh it's yeah. so important, so it's crucial. Highly. It makes you such a better player yeah. so quickly. And it
1: helps you express yourself in certain ways that uh, you may feel. You know, just to... Uh, the drop of a BPM by 0. 0.7 is a huge difference, um, even when playing a scale. Because mm-hmm. you would be like, ah, you know what I'm saying? But yes. if you put it in the right place, it's just like, that's nice. I like how you weighed it there. Resistance. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like... Mm-hmm.
0: Time. Yeah. I, I use drum loops a lot when I'm teaching. Big time. Like, I love for kids to play. Like, don't, don't use a metronome, use a drum loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you can change where you feel. You know, mm-hmm. you can decide which speech you're going to stress mm-hmm. and which... I mean, we did that yesterday with a. I was rehearsing with a flute player, and mm. you know she's playing this classical piece, but we're using like a funk drum beat. Right, right, right. And it's fun, <laughs> and it helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It energizes. Yeah, the, you know? the, the
1: subdivisions and the, the little inconsistencies. Yes. like that's yes. awesome. Let it, them feel all of that. A, a lot of that stuff, it's it's like it's how it makes you feel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Certain BPMs make you feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like. And establish that feel because when and whatever you're doing, because even when you're playing classical music, like I, um, what's his name, Rachmaninoff, mm-hmm. that guy, well, like he's <laughs> insane, like yeah. wow, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like <laughs> when you hear how he strikes the piano, too, yeah, yeah, like that feel. I don't care what style of music you play, just just have that feeling. You know, a lot of times they kind of over exaggerate when they pull off of the keys but if if you're really <laughs> right. expressing those things you can feel how oh, yeah. you pulled off of the wood you oh, know <laughs> it's like how like it's insane so, yeah
0: yeah the best teacher i ever had was talking about how you know you you just use gravity to drop your weight exactly and then you push back off yep. you know it's an up down thing mm-hmm. but um it's like breathing yeah you have to breathe yeah like you have to piano. breathe big time and that's a really weird thing to figure out on this uh, flat surface. <laughs> right, right, it doesn't right. make any sense. Like, um,
1: how do I breathe? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. it's
0: hard to convey yeah. that. Let's say, I mean, let's say there's a kid right now who's 10 or 11 years old, mm-hmm. boy or girl, mm-hmm. and they really want to be you. Hmm. What's the, How would you advise them? What do they got to do to become where you are right now?
1: I would say... Um,
0: How do they practice? What do they listen to?
1: I, I, I'd say get into your music program at your school.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and if there is not a music program at your school, find a music teacher who is passionate about music. Because when you're passionate about music, you're not only going to give them the keys to what they need to know to do it, but you're going to give them certain keys to open up and widen their horizons. Because what? You're passionate about what you do. Like you can sit there and play a C chord like, oh, see this reminds me of this song. Wow, you just gave me a whole new genre for just to show me that it reminded you of another song that can open someone up just mm-hmm. in that very moment. So, because uh, oh, that's what I did. The I, 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 C
0: chord is "Lean on Me." Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's yep. a great way to yep. start it's teaching that simple. song. Super
1: simple. Or do, how, how
0: to make chords? Exactly.
1: Let's use that. Song. Exactly. So I would definitely because I, I did show choir. Um, yeah. I played piano in show choir. I played in the choir. I uh, did the jazz band. You know, I mean, I did the school jazz right? band. Yep. Yep. Okay.
0: So. So chord ch- chord charts and mm-hmm, all of that. Definitely, Having
1: that to, was that was stressful because that I didn't do jazz band until college, and when I got to college, I did not know how to read. Okay, I, I was going to ask I, you. I understand totally, like the, the bass clef and the treble, but the putting it together. And then they had the what the chord was. It was it was flames. I was going
0: <laughs> in flames. <laughs> it was flames. I was like, well, Ugh, from yeah. the way you described to me that you started out so free, right? Uh, I knew that it was the opposite approach. Definitely. And you know, it's hard. It's hard to be good at both. Really, I think, really, really, really hard. Oh my god, to be good at both.
1: It. it I, I didn't know how I was gonna make it. <laughs> Did you
0: study music in college? I did.
1: Uh, I went for uh, music education, West Virginia State University. Did you really? Uh, And and you uh, were in
0: the marching band too? Yep. What did you play in marching band?
1: Bass 4 and 5. I was the bass drummer. So. Wow. Yeah, I was the real deal. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So So
0: music ed.
1: Yep, definitely. Did you teach school school ever? Nope. Nope, I didn't even finish, because music went crazy, and I was just like, I'm already about $15,000 down in debt, so that's going to take me a little bit. So you just and, started playing in bands. And instead. I just started gigging, because people were calling me and okay. asking me to play, and so I had to work. Absolutely. So it was just like, I guess I'm going to go this way. And then, I didn't want to do music education. Um, now, I have a heart for it. It's hilarious, but at that time, I wanted music performance. And, and that particular school was 45 minutes away from where I lived. But I had already went to Austria with the current college. So it was just like, I guess I'll stay here. And then I was like, no, nah, I'm not staying here. <laughs> like, I just went through that whole moment. And then basically a rebel out of college. And, and um, <laughs> you know.
0: But you're through that period. and you, I mean, you came through it and you're... Um You have found a good place, the right place for you, and you know it, you feel it, you're firing on all cylinders. Oh my goodness.
1: Uh, (laughs) I'm excited to wake up. It's so insane. I'm literally pumped to wake up because every day, if there's nothing planned going on, I know I can plan something amazing that can happen. Or me just being up and awake in Nashville. It's just exciting enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so that's really cool. And now that I'm home, I'll be able to kind of hang out with the musicians. That's that's exactly like I'm getting right to it. I'll be at the Flamingo Club or whatever on Wednesday night. They said it's some improv jam. Okay. And so there's like a bunch of the musicians who just be showing up. I got homies who've been on uh, cruises playing for six months and five and four months. They're home now.
0: Oh, wow. You know, I, I couldn't do that. I mean, thing. oh,
1: God. I was close to it but i was like i could i could have done something like something i could be missing something by being out there on the water mm-hmm. like all of that time this is like i did not want to do that that's like, what i feel like it's too. beautiful and, and it's just awesome but yeah that could be boring
0: like a paid yeah. vacation but still but
1: still like and it's just like that show you're making money now don't mm-hmm. don't even question that that that's happening you can come back and go pay rent for six months
0: mm-hmm.
1: and be fine from one of those situations. But, man, mm-mm. Right. I, I just, I don't know. And it's like, you know, and sometimes I, I notice too, like some people used to be like, you know, I got a tour gig now. So when I'm home, I'm home. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. when I'm out on tour, I'm on tour. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I'm home. Right. Nah. I'm just like, Nashville is Nashville because of the people who are in it. <laughs> so when my tail get back home, I'm jumping head first, right in the middle of what everybody else. Everybody else is grinding right. with a fifty dollar base, seventy five dollar base, hundred dollar <laughs> Everything from fifty to a hundred and fifty dollar bases <laughs> is happening on Broadway. Every night. Yes. I'm hopping in here with y'all <laughs> and we about to get this work. So that way we got more options. You can hear this here, you can hear this. And it's so funny now because when I play on Broadway, it's like always a homie somewhere playing. Mm-hmm. Like Hubert, the guy who got me on with Hunter, he plays the most on Broadway than I think almost, yeah, than anybody else. Really? I mean, hey, I'm at Timberwood. Hey, I'm at the stage. Hey, I'm at, I'm at Whiskey Row. Hey, I'm at Old Red. I'm like... Hey, I'm playing this weekend with the BB King All-Stars. I'm like, and this is Little Big Town's drummer, main drummer. He's been the guy for like five, six, seven years. Okay. And
0: but he just wants to go play with other people.
1: He's, he's in a... it. I, I, Not only just playing with other people, but just constantly perfecting his craft. Gotcha. Like, constantly. And that's why that's so good. And so mm-hmm. I, I try very to... It's
0: inspirational, to, isn't it? It's,
1: it feels so awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's and, and anytime and it's like when I get up and that's what makes it so cool about being out there because you don't know like who you're going to play with but you might be playing with a homie and it's like you guys have already played before so it's like oh we're gonna be straight tonight so that night of work is just like we're partying tonight i'll call my girl like hey babe um i'll see you tonight (laughs) i'm on my way don't worry about it it's like all right we're good we're partying because they turn into family Mm -hmm. so it's just like we're hanging like it's this is awesome so, you don't even think about the shift. You're just spending time.
0: That's nice. <laughs> what, um, what keyboard are you taking to this stuff?
1: Um, I am taking the Nord Electro 3. Okay. Because in a lot of the settings, the, the types of coverage, you, know, you got your Chris Stapleton, Blake Shelton, stuff like that. Right. They're not requiring too much of synth. Um, so, pretty much for my rock and country, mm-hmm. um, it's Nord Electro 3. Okay. Because you can't go wrong with it upright, and you got the organ. That's pretty much the whole night. Honestly, Uh, if there's anything that's R&B, pop, I'm rolling with the Yamaha F 6 and the Nord Electro.
0: Okay.
1: So that way I have my layers Mm -hmm. and Sims, and I always have my Hammond and Clappy because you're going to need that. Because if you're in Nashville playing R&B, pop, superstition's happening somewhere. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Closer chain smokers is happening somewhere. Like somewhere it's happening. Yeah. It's like it's inevitable. So that's my my rig for uh, in town stuff.
0: Did you already have these tunes pretty much learned before you moved to town, or did, was there a learning? Was there a period of time that you kind of sunk in and learned all uh, the uh, Broadway standards? Or um,
1: I asked because when I first moved here, I had a buddy who I went to uh, did the American Idol tour with, and he sent me this huge list that was like, you need to know these songs. Okay. So it's like this is a list, like this is a thing that a lot of people ask. Share, pass along, all that stuff. And I saw the songs, I was like, ain't no way. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. So, that was period. Like, nope, I'm not even going to sit here and try to sit here and chart out. I'm not charting out all of this. It's not happening. So, honestly, um, because I just had a great ear coming here, understood the number system highly and extremely well because I operated off of that. When When I learned it, I was just like, I can virtually play with anybody anywhere. I was in a number system. I did it. I used a number system in Japan where they did not speak English, but they knew numbers. Yeah. And we played a like four songs. It was amazing. And they were killing like in Japan, Japanese people. So so you can't tell me right. the Nashville number <laughs> system does not work. It works even <laughs> in Japan. So you know. Um, but right. what I what I did, I just kind of because usually that's the cool part about Nashville. It's like you got musicians there who do this all the time and they play so I had a bass player and a guitar player and a drummer who's solid mm-hmm. so me just being the guy it's just like I'm listening to the chorus from my guitar player and the bass player is making sense of it so I'm literally hearing the right and the left
0: okay yeah so you just jump in
1: just figure it out. Jump in. You know, and then as you play them often, it's like, well, for me, I create new things that's not even in the song, but it's like, oh, that's the song. You know what I'm saying? So it opens me up for that. And then after doing the song, go back, listen to it, be like, oh, I just need to play this little part. So.
0: That is one thing I really love about your plan, honestly. No. Is that you do yeah. add that little, it's gospel stuff yeah, that yeah. you're adding to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I know though, what
1: it says, but. It, it
0: seems like you. I heard you play Brick House or some yep, kind of crazy yep. song and that you threw in like, it turned into church. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's the and, way to go. That's the way to go. Because it's like. You know, if you want to hear the tune, just go ahead and pull up on Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and pull up on YouTube. You can hear the song. That's cool. But this is live entertainment. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like yeah, we're we're right, out here right. having a ball. It's yes.
0: Like, yeah.
1: Your favorite songs being played by a band. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you're
0: you know. a musical force. Truly. It's you're like a wave coming in from oh. the depths of the ocean. <laughs> <Get out laughs> of <me>. I'm serious. <laughs> I love to hear you play like that. Oh um, yeah. Well, do you want to promote any shows that are upcoming? Oh, like, my goodness. Um, what, what, you, what are you doing over the next while you're home? Well, when, well, when do you go back out?
1: Okay, I go back out, uh, and when we go back out, it's only like one show. So
0: so it's, it's, it's the time of the year that everybody sort of gets a break.
1: Exactly. So uh, if I'm correct, we do have a show, I think, uh, i have to check on that one. But the network is going to start doing shows. You'll see me playing with the network. uh I'm working on getting a show for Rudy's to be able to promote my single. Um, So that'll be happening sometime soon. So I don't know. Follow me. Follow me. Instagram. Johnny Techno. J-O-H-N-N-I-E-T-E-C-K-N-O. Instagram, uh, Facebook, Jonathan Smith. You'll find my Facebook from the Instagram somewhere. Hopefully, <laughs> I'm out there. You can Google me. I googled myself and like my name and picture. I was like, let's go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so you can Google me. There's a couple Jonathan Smiths, but if you put the H in the first part of my name, I promise you, you're gonna find me. So, mm-hmm. but J O
0: H uh, N Y A yeah. T H
1: A N. Yep. A-T-H-A-N. A-T-H-A-N. yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So a little little spin on that. But other than that, I, I'll definitely be posting i plan on doing the, uh, the net soul vibes because i haven't great. done it for months oh, and so i was just like cool i'll be home you know awesome so. i look forward to that yeah. i'm doing that too cool. i
0: mean it's the motown show okay it's yeah yeah that's Detroit. Early Motown.
1: Yeah. yeah. 59 to 72. Let's go. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Let's go. Yes. Yeah, so. so that's
0: November 21st. Yep. I can promote that So I'll that definitely show. be at
1: that. I'll definitely be at um, that.
0: It's at Analog in the Hutton Hotel, mm-hmm. and I think it starts at 7.30.
1: 7.30. Okay.
0: Yep. So, yeah, everybody needs to come down and, yeah. and hear that show. because that is, yeah. I mean, that show was actually amazing. It intimidates me so much. And oh. I've played music for a long time. <laughs> yeah. You know, but sometimes, some of the shows, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have just like especially like the Isley Brothers stands out in my mm-hmm. mind. There were some killer performances killer. that night. Mm-hmm. They were and they were otherworldly mm-hmm. performances. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it can really, really be great. And that's
1: that's that's what I like about that. That's a good hang if you are in Nashville and um, just like fresh here. Mm-hmm. You know, just trying to find a way to kind of meet everybody, see where everybody's at. Like, go to Soul Vibes, um, and it's not just Soul Vibes because it's like once you connect to one thing, you're connected to a lot of other stuff. And I haven't had time to do it yet, but whenever they ask me, I'm gonna do it. But loud jams was like a thing too, and that's like the best of rock music and stuff. Like they be killing, murdering it, just like the album. And that's (laughs) insane. That's
0: how I met Janelle. Is through loud jams.
1: Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I heard about loud jams because I think soul vibes resembles it Mm -hmm. in a sense. So. Yeah. Uh, and I and I've I mean I've I've had so many people tell me about it. I just never was able like to do it. I wasn't free and so, but uh, those those events, yeah, like it's and it's so cool here. It's like the music community give you a chance.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like if you don't make it out here, that's so on you.
0: Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> like, I so love that you said
1: that. <laughs> that is so on you, and there's nothing that anyone can do about it but uh-huh. you. You know, like right. because it's like everything's that they have free song rights. They teach you how to songwriter for free, yes. and these are people who like writing hits every night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: yeah,
1: there's no excuse mm-hmm. why you shouldn't be able <laughs> to make it. you're not making it, here, it's, it's it's you. It's no big deal.
0: <laughs> right? Just yeah. jump in. Yeah. And, just and, just and, jump um, in learn
1: yeah and, and if you don't know it's cool like they can tell you like it's cool like it's we in the south we chilling <laughs> like it's no big deal hey can you tell me which way is the gas station? oh yeah no <laughs> worries you're way far out where are you from you know, a whole conversation right. you know what i'm saying it's the same way in the music community just mm-hmm. be personable and don't be weird <laughs> <laughs> like i'm trying to help man don't be weird just, yes Yeah, be ready to meet some cool people. Don't worry. Man, I ain't got that much money to be out drinking. Get some water. Come chill. Like, like,
0: just come chill. Come hang out. Right. You don't even know. There are going to be other water drinkers. Exactly, right? It's
1: fine. (laughs) We got a good mix of everybody.
0: (laughs) Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, man. So, yeah.
0: Well, gosh, it's just been so great spending yeah. some time with you. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you would want to t- touch on? Um, oh, man.
1: Um, i just enjoyed talking. I know I know. there's probably people just like, who is this random guy just sitting here <laughs> having a conversation? You see a happy man who's not on the road right now on his day <laughs> off talking. That's what's going on. Talking keyboards.
0: Um, You want to play something?
1: Sure. I'll play real quick. I played earlier. just I,
0: to, I, I can't wait for this. EP to come out.
1: Yeah, I got some really cool things on there.
0: Pretty excited Super to cool hear this.
1: Things. What should I do? Uh,
0: do anything you want to do. Yeah, let's see. piano I have history with um, oh my god it's yeah, yeah it's it's really um, I don't know I'd, I'd have a hard time parting with it and I know you're supposed to get rid of them after like 30 years sure. or so Yeah. <laughs> but
1: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, I'd hold it yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> this is a beauty thank you it's a beauty I love it thank yeah. you so
0: much for coming in oh, today no problem thank you I mean you. Uh, I, I feel like you know we're all um, in it together yeah and i like for my students to know that um, there's their teacher is still wanting to be better and yeah, you know yeah, and yeah. and can also like advise them on what needs to happen Definitely. if they want to do. Mm-hmm. What and that there's lots of things you can do. I mean so there's a gig for everybody. Everything. And, yeah. Um I'll be looking forward so much to hearing yeah. your uh, your single yeah. and
1: and when, and and your when that stuff
0: happens, bring me back and, so we can talk about it. Okay. <laughs> sure. And when you play City Winery, I'm gonna be there.
1: Please do. <laughs> I want you right up front, like where I was. It'll be amazing. <laughs> It'll
0: be great. Yeah, I'd like to come to your church too. Oh, please
1: do. It's a, it's an experience.
0: And when. Uh, Network. Is that yes, the yes, yeah, yes. When you guys play out, I want to hear you. Yes, I need to come here, Hunter Hayes. Yes, and yes. There's a lot uh, you many need to do. Opportunities yeah. for yes. people to come check you out. Please. So, <laughs> so we'll bring this to a close. Yeah. And thanks so much, Jonathan. No have, go have a great yes. day off. All right. <laughs>